0: I don't want to live like that, you know, the way I grew up. But I also don't want this kind of like hamster wheel, just do what you need to do, check the boxes mentality. And that's when I set out to be like, I want a certain kind of life. I want a certain kind of success. I want freedoms. And that became my non-negotiable.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman and you've learned I make you a promise and we bring it every single week. An athlete, an entertainer, a celebrity, somebody from the business world, somebody from the coaching world who has understood that why and purpose is not enough. There's an underlying burn and it's that burn that ignites why and purpose on a daily basis that causes you to show up on the days that you don't feel like doing it and especially after you win. Today is a very special guest, very special opportunity for us to spend time with Angie Wisdom. Many times people ask me, why do you bring so many coaches on your show? Like that's your competition. Like there is no competition in this space. There's actually iron sharpens iron opportunities in this space. And I just want to share something before I, I bring Angie on. It has been absolutely incredible getting to know Angie, getting to learn about Angie and having the opportunity to read Angie's book, which I'm going to recommend that everybody get the non-negotiable you. And I just want to share and we'll get into it. I actually needed Angie's book and the principles of her book most recently. And I'm like reading the book and I needed it. And so I think the same thing's gonna happen for you. You should go out and get the book and we'll have links here for you to get access to the book easily. But I think you're gonna find through her words, there's things she's gonna say and share today that are gonna have a huge impact on your life. Angie Wisdom, welcome to The Burn.
0: Oh, Ben, thank you. What a fabulous welcome. And I- I'm honored that you have read that book and it actually impacted and you said you needed it in a moment.
1: Yes, Angie, that was what got me so excited because there's so much relevance to what you teach. And there's also shout out to Stephanie for connecting us. It is just amazing. After we connect on Instagram, you and I are both at the same event in Denver and we're at this event and you come walking out. I think I surprised you. I knew exactly who you were (laughs) and we connected. You were going to work out. I was already working out. It was pitch dark in the morning. We got the opportunity to say hello. And then you fast forward to today, I've learned so much about you and your coaching practice, which is I will highlight you till the day is long when there's a coach who's doing things for the right reasons. And a couple of things about you, and then I want you to kind of take us back to the burn that ignites all of this Mm. for you. You had an amazing career as a financial advisor, which then created Wisdom Trading, which is now giving you the opportunity to do so many things in the business world and being a master certified coach and writing this amazing book, The Non-Negotiable You. You are doing things the right way. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people, I'm not just saying coaches, it's all where a lot of people are trying to cut corners these days. And that's what I love. It's the longevity of you being in the business, your passion for being in this business. I can feel it in the interactions that we have. And I also can feel it in your words through your books. Where does this fire for your work come from?
0: Yeah, thank you for all of that. It's nice to hear that back. I appreciate it. Um, The fire comes from, you know, the way I grew up, Ben. I grew up with an alcoholic mother. My parents were divorced. I had a stepfather come into my life, you know, around seven, but it was a very, very volatile home. My mom worked a lot of jobs. You know, she wasn't there in the morning. She wasn't there at night. And so I grew up having to be very independent, but I also grew up going, this is not going to be the way I live my life. I, I will not live like this. And it wasn't for a lack of love for her, or anything, but I just saw how hard it was. I saw how much she struggled. I saw how the addiction overtook her. I saw how she threw my stepfather out of the house every other week because, you know, she was intoxicated and mad about something. And I just longed for a better life. And that's really what created the burn. And as I got older, what became really interesting was she ended up getting sober for about six years before she passed away, which was a blessing. But I had this crazy shift where I thought, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. I believe that God makes things happen for us. And if I embrace that theory, then she went through a hell of a lot of stuff. She lived a rough life that gave me the life that I have. And I remember having a conversation with Ed Milet on an airplane and he said, I said, you know would well, they take credit for what you do now. Uh, you know, when you have an alcoholic parent, like, well, I must not have been that bad because look at you. And he said, well, she didn't do it intentionally, but what she did, did impact you. And so that's created the burn for me. You know, she, she suffered a long life that was not happy and I have made a commitment to live a different life and to embrace, you know, what she sacrificed.
1: So let me actually tie something together here cuz this is a yeah. question that I frequently get. People will say to me they'll say, well, the burn is just your way of saying why and purpose. You know, it's just it, it's just your way of tweaking it. Now, for a lot of people, burn and why and purpose they actually are the same. But if you're paying attention to what Angie's saying, Her burn, that is far different than why and purpose. So if you Mm -hmm. can share with us your actual why and purpose, because similar for me, my burn being my mom, I would never wish what I went through as a young boy watching my mother pass away and having 24-hour nursing care in the house, but that gave me an appreciation of how important every day was. So that's my burn. My why and purpose wouldn't be for my kids to go through what I went through. But it's that burn that caused me to appreciate every day that ignites my why and my purpose. And that's what I love about your work and your how you show up every day. It's the same for you. So you wouldn't wish that example of your burn Mm -mm. on your why and purpose. So can you help us understand the difference for you? So that's clearly your burn and then what the why and purpose is so people can see how that burn causes you to take ownership every day to ignite that why and purpose.
0: Yeah. And I think you, what you have said before too is like that you talk about the burn being that first thing you think of, you know, or you see it on your, you know, alarm and you are not going to turn away from it. You are not going to hit that snooze button. And it truly is that burn. Like I will not be overweight and unhealthy like my mother. I will not do all these things. That's the burn. But the why is because I have been gifted to help people change their lives and I, Love to do that. I mean, selfishly, I love to be a part of somebody's journey. I love someone seeing that they are capable of something they never thought they were capable of before. And that, you know, that becomes a why for me. That is my purpose. That is why I'm here, including being able to give that to my kids for to role model that, to show them, you know, what I'm doing every single day is changing my life, is affecting their life, is affecting other people's lives. So the why is different, you know, than the burn. One feels, it's funny the way you say it, like the burn actually feels different. It is literally a burn and not always the pleasant burn for me, but the why is a little bit more inspirational and it's kind of like the stars lighting up for me.
1: I, I love it. It makes me think of a, a word that I've really focused on for about the past 90 days, and you really dive deep in your book with this word, and I, I'd like to go there with you because I think what you're articulating for us, clearly understanding that burn, clearly understanding the difference with the why and the purpose. There's a level of awareness that you show up mm. in your life, and in the book, you really go deep into the importance of us having awareness in our lives. Why is awareness so important?
0: You cannot change what you don't see. We have got to see what we need to see in order to make change in our life, in order to grow. And I think a lot of people go with this ignorance is bliss and it's hard to deal with the pain or, you know, seeing something that isn't so pleasant. But you've got to have that awareness because there's so much opportunity when you have awareness. And and I'm not saying it has to be judgmental. Like most people, if they have that awareness, they're so hard on themselves and so judgmental that that's what closes their eyes to the awareness. But when we treat that awareness like a gift, like, wow, I can see that my finances aren't where they're supposed to be. I can see that I'm not showing up at my highest level. That is a blessing and a gift to say, what do I want to do about it? But if we can't see it, we have zero opportunity to change it.
1: And so that leads me to the next question that I had, because it, it's so powerful hearing you express it, because it really is that simple. You have to be able to see it. You got to be able to understand it. You got to be able to attack it. And I, for years, have taught a concept, standard over feelings. Mm-hmm. And I love the book. And as I had mentioned in the, in the intro, I was reading the book when I needed it. So a lot of people, they think just because we're coaches that we don't need coaching. I tell you guys all the time, I've still got two coaches. I'm reading books every day. I needed Angie's book at the point in time when I was reading the book. So it's like, yes, you're preparing for our time together with all of you. But it's like, I actually needed the book. So here I am. I teach standard over feelings. I'm reading values over feelings in your book. And I'm like, I need this right now. This is really good. (laughs) And. There's really synergy. It's really almost the same concept. We're just saying it a different way. But how important has that been for you? And how important is that in your coaching work? If you could really take some time and to dive into why values over feelings is so important for you.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, most of our world is run by feelings. I mean, think about it if you're at a football game and the team is winning, right? There's good feeling and there's excitement. If they're losing, the energy feels a little bit different. If you're in an office full of people and they're all making cold calls and it's buzzing and people are getting business, there's high energy and so you're going to feel one way. If it's quiet and it was COVID and it ghost town, you're the only one there, your feelings are going to be different. And 90 you know percent of our actions are subconscious they come from our feelings what's going on around us if we constantly operate on our feelings we're more than 50% of the time going to end up with regret and remorse because you may not feel like getting out of bed in the morning that's normal it's cold you're tired But you are not going to be happy later if you didn't get that workout in, if you, if you were late for work, whatever it may be. So we have to have a set of values, something that we can live to and know that what's important to me, you know, my values are faith, family, alone time, growth and development, challenge, all of accomplishment. Those are some of my values. So I know that when that feeling comes up and says, Oh, you know, it's kind of cold out. You don't really feel like working out. It doesn't matter. That feeling is irrelevant because I know my values say I like to grow and develop. I like a challenge. I like accomplishment. I like physical activity. So if you have these values to use as a compass, then you always choose what's in alignment for you and your best life and your best success instead of being, you know, lured by your feelings.
1: I, I love it. It's, I mean, it's how I choose to live. I, it's where a little foreshadow here, we'll talk about it later, but we're so excited to share the stage in Newport Beach at your event in March is because there is so much synergy. And I think a lot of times it doesn't have to be different messaging. A lot of times it's individual sharing, like, here's Angie's experience, here's my experience. And they're actually pointing in the same direction. They're pointing towards having that awareness. They're pointing towards Having those values, they're pointing towards, we're both saying like, you cannot allow these feelings to dictate how you show Mm-mm. up. And so by not allowing that circumstance to drive your behavior, you're going to hear it so many different ways. And even, you know, Damon West, who I know is going to be at the event, the same type of thing. I mean, some of the things that he went through and, and he is more on the speaker side than the coaching side. And I always try to pull out of him, like, there's so much that you are almost like a coach when you speak. Yeah. He's kind of leading you to that same, direction as well. And so that makes me want to now talk about the title of the book, because I think Mm -hmm. this type of a mindset, awareness, values over feelings, it really does lead to a mindset to where you take ownership of your life and you say, it's just non-negotiable. Like this is just how I live. So how did you come to the title, the non-negotiable you, and why is it so important to take that ownership and move to this non-negotiable state with your behaviors?
0: You know, going back to the burn aspect, you know, I didn't know at that young age that it was non-negotiable, but I knew I didn't want to live that way. I knew I didn't want my life to look like that when I was, you know, 30 or 40 years old. So I became non-negotiable as I got older about what I wanted in life. And I remember working at, you know, Morgan Stanley as a financial advisor. And I was in this phase where I was crossing days off a calendar. At the end of the day, I'd take out my paper calendar and I'd cross another day off. And I was like, what am I doing? Like wh- I'm crossing days off a calendar, like I'm serving a prison sentence. Hmm. It just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why am I not excited every day? And, and I was in the top quartile of my financial advisors. I had just gone through training, but like something wasn't firing me up. And, it, you know, when I started to connect the dots, I'm like, wait. I don't want to live like that, you know, the way I grew up, but I also don't want this kind of like hamster wheel, just do what you need to do, check the boxes mentality. And that's when I set out to be like, I want a certain kind of life. I want a certain kind of success. I want freedoms. And that became my Mm non-negotiable. And when I started to go, how do I create this? It's going to take a couple of things. It's going to take me being authentic, non-negotiably authentic. It's going to take me living to my values as a non-negotiable. It's going to take me trusting myself, having awareness, you know, having that mindset. All of that had to be a non-negotiable for me if I wanted to be non-negotiable about my life and the dreams that I had.
1: All right. So I want everybody, rewind that, listen to that (laughs) answer again, and then I want you to come back to this spot and I want you to lean in with Angie and I right now. And I want you to hear this. I want you to be intentional with this. I want you to soak this in. What Angie is essentially pleading with you, sharing with you, this is decades of experience of coaching this way. You have to choose to be disciplined. Discipline is how you win. Angie mentioned the word freedom. Everybody says they want freedom. Everybody says they want to be successful. If you lack discipline... If you don't lean into this non-negotiable mindset, it's going to be very hard to build discipline and to control your mind the way that you can control it. One of the best ways I've found to really build confidence through your discipline, it's another one of, you guys are going to start thinking Angie and I are business partners because we teach basically the same things is the importance of a morning routine and you refer mm-hmm. to it often in the book the morning mindset why is the morning mindset so important
0: to create confidence which leads to that discipline and freedom it, it there's several different factors to it but a little bit of context i've coached for years i've coached for you know close to 20 years now and even you know as a financial advisor we somewhat play a role of a, a financial coach even before then but what I looked at were not only my success in my journey, but also looking at kind of the potholes that people fall in all the time. And the same things kept coming up for people. Whether I was working with a CEO of, you know, a hundred million dollar company or I was working with somebody who was just starting their business. We kept seeing the same obstacles trip people up. And so I basically went and I reverse engineered that. And I said, if we can own our mindset. If we can create some self awareness and empowerment, if we can set intentions, which you know are kind of that prize, uh, prize fighter day, right? Of like knowing this is what I'm going to accomplish. Have some affirmations. Have this routine where we are getting in the driver's seat of our day, and we are creating our mind. We're creating our day. We're living into what we value. Our odds of living our best life and most successful, you know, meaningful success are going to be exponentially larger because without it, you end up starting your day in this reactive mode. It's just like, what do people need from me? What's the email say? What's social say? And you start tuning into what everyone else needs from you instead of what you want to create in your own life. So that morning mindset is instrumental. I mean, you've got to have that time with yourself. You are the most important piece of the puzzle outside of, say, my faith, you are the most important piece of the puzzle. You affect your relationships. You affect your business. You affect everything. If you are not tuning into yourself every single morning to start your day, you're missing out on huge opportunity.
1: I love it. All of this conversation, all of the synergy has me so excited. So enough of a foreshadow. Let's talk about it. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, to be at your event in March in Newport Beach. Tell us a little bit about why you do these in-person events, a little bit about your community, and why you're excited about this March opportunity.
0: I like, you know, I've heard you say before too, Ben, I love being in person with people. There's something about energy and connection and moving the needle in person with people. I just love it. So I I like to do these events so that other people can connect with like-minded individuals for one, because it's one of the biggest requests I hear from clients is, you know, you're so lucky you get to talk to great people all the time you know, how, how can I talk to more great people who are like-minded? So having these events gives them that space. Um, also, you know, what they can do to invest in themselves for a full day is exponential growth there. It's not an hour of coaching. It is a day of transformation. And when you bring in someone like you who has such valuable insights on, you know, where to find that burn and the standard and the unrequired, it just gives people so much opportunity. And look, I mean, that's that's why I'm why I do what I do. I love to see people win, you know, win it life, win it business, all of that. So there's a little selfishness in there, right? I just feed off of that. I love to see people in that space. So, you know, I hold the event. I want people to come. I want them to be, yes, inspired, but more importantly, you have to leave with clarity and action. I'm not a big, like, raw, raw, motivational, just feel good for that day. you got to leave with action that's going to change the trajectory of your year.
1: And that, that's one of the reasons why we connect so well is because we live in that same value system. You know, there are so many individuals, they may say they're a coach, but really it's, it's this short-term motivation, inspiration, let me fire you up. But I don't really mm-hmm. you with a, a tactical tool or a mindset or an adjustment that you can make right now. And that's one of the things that I love about your work and how you show up is that you provide those tactical tools, that change in mindset, that way to think, that changes behavior and drives those values to be far greater than the feelings that creates that non-negotiable you. So I can't wait. I wish I had the warm weather that you have. I should say the perfect weather. Like Newport (laughs) Beach is the greatest weather. So if you've never been to Newport Beach, you might as well get yourself a ticket, fly out and come see us. And if you're in California, you have no excuses. That is like not right You better show up to this event because I I cannot wait uh, to share the stage and the rest of the amazing speakers and all of the incredible people that you work with that I know are going to be there at the event that I can't wait to meet and spend time with. So, Angie, I I can't wait for the event and the opportunity. and I'm I'm so grateful that you shared your time with us today on The Burn.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Ben. It's going to be an amazing event and um, we will definitely ignite some fire there for people.
1: There, there is no not doubt about it. And I just want to make sure everybody see my bookmarks are in it. So that's the way that you yeah, know, like I'm proof. reading the book, loving the book. It is absolutely <laughs> incredible. The non-negotiable you. You have got to pick up a copy of this book. If you made it through the standard and loved the standard, this would literally be like a book that totally encompasses the same principles. It would almost be the reminders. Another way it would hammer it home for you to even have more of a belief. Yeah in a standard in your life, which creates that non-negotiable you. I cannot recommend the book enough. We're going to make it super easy for you. We'll have all the ways for you to connect to Angie, which will end up leading towards ways for you to receive updates for the event in March, and then also ways for you to be able to buy the book, The Non-Negotiable You. Angie, once again, thank you so much for joining us for The Burn.
0: Thanks for having me, Ben.
1: Thank you to each and every single one of you for joining us every single week for the burn, where we give you the opportunity to meet and hear stories, amazing stories of Angie, her burn, her fight, toughness growing up in childhood, or maybe somebody's sacrifice, which helps us all realize that the burn is what ignites why and purpose and causes you to show up on the days that you don't feel like it, and especially after you win. Please share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it, who's maybe struggling, who doesn't have that awareness in their lives, who's living to their feelings, not to their values. And Angie's words will change their life and give them action to look at things differently. Thank you for joining us for The Burn. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by bennewmancoaching.com